0: Hi, and welcome back to Point Surf. I am Vondi. I'm the lead pastor of Cross Point Church in Beckley, West Virginia, and this is our monthly podcast to help develop your leadership, whether you are serving in a sacred space, maybe in a church setting, or if you are in the marketplace leading people and making sure that you are setting the example that Christ would have you set for them. And over the last few months, we've been talking about leading different types of people. And different types of people are all around us. You and I have experienced different types of people in the way that they uh, interact, the way that they walk through life. The first type of person that we talked about that we have equated with uh, uh, animals that are in our part of the United States uh, are raccoons. Raccoons are the life of the party. They're the ones that everybody is drawn to, and people go to them, and so we talked about them. We also talked about beavers, and and these are the organizers, the people that are behind the scenes, the one that are are working with with people around them, but they they need things to be organized and moving in a, a logical manner. And so when you think about this, people say, when did... Uh, people first become aware of of this type of difference in, in others. and I think we've always known about it, but you can even find this in the Bible in Romans 13, first Corinthians, um, I'm sorry Romans 12, uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and Ephesians four. you can find different types of of leaders in the way that that leaders function and move uh, around one another. And it also says, In Romans 12, especially, it says in all of this, understand that love is kind and love is patient. And as a leader, you have to be patient with people. As a leader, you have to work with their strengths. You have to understand their weaknesses. You have to understand who they are and how they look at life in order to be able to to be the best leader that they need you to be. Because if you and I understand how they're wired and how they tick, then we're able to walk with them and help them absolutely become the very best people that they can be. And and also to be able to to recognize that that they're different. Leaders are different. Different people are wired differently, they think differently, they have different experiences. And in the midst of of our lives as leaders, we need to recognize those differences. But those differences aren't just something that we need to see. You have to value them because if you do, then you know what's important to a raccoon and you're able to help that raccoon be the very best leader that they can be. When you look at that beaver, if you value that difference, you will make sure that they operate and function in tasks where they can really excel in the place where they are. So as a leader, we ask ourselves at times, how do I develop an awareness of these different personalities? Well, we've talked about some of them we also need to understand that by uh, appreciating who they are then i can begin to see how they best fit within the organization that that i'm leading and then lastly to work with these folks to be able to work with them and and what i've discovered is that as i've looked at these different personality characteristics i've discovered mine and i discovered what makes me tick? And if people can can pour into me what makes me tick, then I'm better able to do what I'm called to do. And as a leader, conversely, if I understand how those that I am leading and those that I'm walking through life and we are serving together, if I can pour into them the way that they are gifted, then it helps them as well. Well, the third animal that we're going to talk about today is uh, one that really is, is tough for most leaders. This particular personality type is one that, that many will view as hateful, cranky, mean, someone that they have a tendency to avoid. And what I'm hoping we're going to see that as you recognize this personality type, that avoidance is not going to be a long-term solution for this. And as a leader, you've got to begin to know how they think. And this one is a mountain lion. And here in West Virginia, there, there have been and are different types of, of mountain lions around. But if I'm looking for this mountain lion, all right, what am I looking for? What am I paying attention to? Because if I look for them, There is something very unique about them, just like the raccoon and just like the beaver we talked about in the two previous months. This particular mountain lion uh, personality type, they are people who are more concerned with function than fluff. If you've ever known someone who really doesn't care much about how somebody feels, and they just want to get to the heart of the matter and move straight to, to what they're talking about, they're a mountain lion. If they want to be able to look at something and say, okay, how does this fit within our organization? How do we make it the best it can be and move on? I'm not really worried about how you feel. I'm not worried about if I hurt your feelings. We've all known people that at times really don't care about hurting somebody's feelings. But you see, the mountain lion doesn't even take into consideration sometimes somebody else's feelings. They say, well, this project didn't get completed like it should have. Now, if you are a person who is responsible for making sure that a bridge that will carry people's families across it is built well, I want a mountain lion. I want a mountain lion that's going to look at it and say, this is right or this is not right, and we have to fix it. Because raccoons will have a tendency to say, well, we can all figure this out together and it'll work or maybe it will. No, the mountain lion says, this is wrong and we've got to get this fixed. And you see these mountain lions have strong personalities. Now, many times the strength of the personality can cover up some insecurities that are down deep inside of them. Yet their personality comes through and it comes harsh and it comes very cut and dry. they are people who look at the world kind of black and white. There's not a whole lot of gray for them. And so with a mountain lion, if you're trying to, to lead these mountain lions, they're difficult sometimes because they are people who will arrive late to a meeting if they think it's going to waste their time. And then they'll leave early because they have another appointment to do. They are ones that will say, my time is valuable, make sure that this happens. I don't know if you've ever had a meeting and someone get up from the meeting and say, you know, a well-worded email could have taken care of all of this. We didn't really need to sit down and spend 25, 30 minutes together. One email, I could have read it in three minutes and known what to do and moved on. There's your mountain lion. That's what they look like. This is how they function. And one thing about a, a mountain lion is they'll come right in to your office or your workspace or where you are, are, uh, doing some type of project and they will move right into your space. And they really don't care if you like it or not because they are there with what they have to accomplish. Remember, there are people who are function oriented. That's where they focus and they care more about function than they do feelings. But as a leader, if you've got to lead somebody like this, how do you begin to, to work with that? How do you understand them? Well, the, the biggest thing about understanding them is that they have such a desire and such a need for things to be done their way. And sometimes their way is the best way. I'm not saying it's not because sometimes it truly is, but not always. And as a leader, when you show this mountain lion that you value them, you value what they do, you value their role on the team, and you value their input, you value their time. When you show them that kind of value from you, those moments when you have to say that's not the best way to go, they may roar, but they will listen to you because you have shown them how valuable they are. Now, sometimes the raccoons need you to sing kumbaya and love on them a little bit. The beavers need to, to see that you value the order of the process. But the mountain lion, no matter how loud they may roar at you, no matter how loud they may growl on all of the things that they do, understand that that mountain lion, while their personality is strong, they want to make sure that everything functions the way that it should. They want to make sure that that your organization moves forward and that you will pay attention to them. Worked with a mountain lion many years ago, and there were times with this particular mountain lion that I had to, to give him some time when I really didn't want to. But I learned over time that spending time with him And listening to him roar, showing value to him, let him know that I valued him as an individual. When others maybe would have looked at him as someone who just was loud and obnoxious. As a leader, I worked tight with him to help him move forward in a way that could help bring other people around. You see, the problem with mountain lions is they don't travel in groups. They tend to travel individually because they hurt so many people's feelings that a lot of people don't want to be around them. But those mountain lions need a leader that will hold on to them and to keep them going in the right direction, valuing them, but also letting them know that there are other people that you have to bring along with you as well. And I can assure you, mountain lions can be tough. But when they know that you, as their leader, will take as good a care of them as you will anybody else. What's been my experience is that they will take all of that energy and they will pour it into the organization or the project or whatever they have in front of them at that moment. And all of that tenacity gets turned and it gets channeled and it gets focused and a lot of things get done, even with a mountain lion. So remember, as we're walking through this, beavers, raccoons, mountain lions, we've got one more to talk about, and we'll do that next month. Thank you so much for being a part of Point Serve today. It's really my privilege to be able to add a, another podcast to probably the many that you watch and that you look at. But I just thank you so much for being a part of this. I want to thank Mike Smith for being the producer for our podcast today in coordination with Cross Point Church here in Beckley, West Virginia. Point serve. Because improving your leadership is the point, And we're all called to serve. Have a great rest of the day.